Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Hashtag Wholeness Podcast. It is Monday, December 23rd, and my name is Tiffany Michelle. I am so excited for our guest that we have today. Her name is Nikita Jones. She is 34, a mom of two. She's a social worker for the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, and she's currently working towards a degree in human services from Southern New Hampshire University. Nikita, say hello to our guests. I'm so happy to have you here today. Thank you. Hey, 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 y'all. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you for accepting to come on. Um, I reached out to Nikita a few weeks ago because I was actually sitting down and writing my personal, professional, and spiritual goals for the new year. And the thought came to me, I'm like, maybe someone else has um, a goal of theirs that they want to come back to church. And they don't know how. They don't know how they're going to be received. They're kind of intimidated by just making that step to come back. And Nikita came to mind because she actually came back to church three years ago. So I said, Nikita, would you be willing to talk about this with me for the show? And she accepted. So Nikita, thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. No problem at all. So let's get right into it. So I want to ask you, I know you said um, you left the church maybe around the age of 16. Yep, right around 16. So what caused you to leave the church? So I was raised in church. I like to say born and raised. I started going to church. Well, mom started taking me to church when I was about 18 months, maybe two years old or so. Um, it's always been something where it was like I was forced to go to church. It was never a decision that I made on my own. It was like you have to go to church, uh, Bible study on Thursdays, then you're in church Sunday morning, and then Sunday evening. It was like it was a lot. So... Um, <clears throat> excuse me, when I was, got to an age where I was like, you know what, I don't have to go to church anymore. And, you know, I was, it started off where it was like, miss one Sunday morning and then miss a Sunday evening and then miss a whole Sunday. And then eventually got to the point where it was like, okay, well, I'm not going at all. So it definitely started um, probably around 14, as a mental, mentally, I decided I'm done with church about 14 and then physical I left physically when I was like 16, definitely. So you think it, you said it started for you in the mind first. Absolutely. And then the action. Absolutely. It's yeah. definitely starts in your mind. Do you have any regrets about leaving or any lessons that you learned? Whole lot of regrets. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be 100% honest, absolutely. I think that was probably one of the most... That was definitely the, the dumbest decision I ever made in my life. Just, you know, just looking in hindsight, um, the different situations that I, that I've been in, you know, I am forever grateful for my kids, you know, d please don't get me wrong, but that was part of, you know, the whole backsliding process. And, um, just in case people aren't aware of what backsliding is, um, backsliding is basically, I I'm going to just, I'm going to explain it my way, um, mentally again turn around turning your mind from christ again my thing is it always starts mentally like i just it was a complete turnaround turn my back on jesus and i'm out so yeah. now I've, I've left all standards i don't care about the bible anymore like nothing like completely turn my back yeah. towards jesus is exactly basically what it means yeah yeah so what did you learn while you were away like what did you learn about yourself while you were away <laughs> what did I learn about myself? That's a good question, Tiffany. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I, I think I learned that 
I'm not as strong and as tough mm-hmm. as I actually thought I was, yeah. right? Um, because when I wasn't in church, obviously, at that point, I'm not praying, I'm not thinking about Jesus, mm-hmm. I'm not reading my Bible, I'm just doing everything on my own strength, and that's why here I am, 34, <laughs> just now going to school, you know what I mean? I'm doing everything, I thought of what I was doing at that time was great, you know, you think you're making all the right decisions, but then here I am trying to make up for what I should have done yeah. earlier on in life. But hindsight is twenty twenty. They always exactly. say that. Like you look back and you're like, I should have done this. I could have done that. But you can't spend time beating yourself up about right. it. You just got to move forward. Right. So I'm happy that you came back because I didn't know you before, and now I know you now. <laughs> Thank you. So I'm so thankful for that. Um. So when you were gone, did you reach out to anybody for help, or did you talk to anyone, or was it just out of sight, out of mind? I'm gone. I don't care. It was basically out of sight, out of mind. But however. I have always had a great support system and I have two very, 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 very special sisters in Christ. And also, again, I call them sisters. Um, I I call them my sisters because I grew up with them again, been in church since I was two or whatever, um, that were, you know, they would always reach out to me, you know, Nikita, I love you, praying for you. Um, They were very supportive. So even though I had turned my back on everyone, they did not turn their backs on me. And that's really important to yeah. feel the love, Absolutely. even though you're in a different place, to know that someone's not judging you and they still care about you and they're still reaching out to you. Absolutely. I think that's really, really important. So I want to ask you a little bit about being out there per se. So what was it like? Was it fulfilling for you? Um, just what was your experience like? So I'm going to say at the time, yes. It was fulfilling, but it was false fulfillment. It wasn't real. Um, you know, the enemy will put things in front of you, dingle, dingle, blah, blah, blah. sorry, <laughs> dangle things in front of you, make, oh, yeah, this is the thing you need to do. This is where you need to go. So at the time, absolutely, everything looked great at the time. But again, looking back, you're like, wow, I spent, in my case, 15 years, you know, smoking, drinking, going to the club, you know, jumping in and out of relationships, you know, um, and not really growing at all, not mm-hmm. mentally, not spiritually, mm-hmm. not, not growing. Yeah. So um, at the time, yeah, it looks great, you know, but what are you doing to yourself in the long run? Like, what am I doing to my, my health physically? Drinking like that, what, 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 was, what, what, what did I do? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Smoking, I have asthma, what was I, <laughs> what was I doing? <laughs> do you know what I mean? But thank God for his grace and mercy that I can sit here and, you know, I'm, I'm fine. Yeah. But again, not on my own strength. It's because of God. Because if it wasn't for him, I would not be here. Yeah. There's been so many times where I've been at a club, you know, or at a house party with a boyfriend and then mm-hmm. it gets shot up and then I'm, I'm running, dodging bullets and, you know, I, I drank too much and mm-hmm. then I, you know... Sick, passed out somewhere. Passed out someplace, <laughs> wake up, what happened, how'd I get here? Yeah. You know, those type of things like that's not okay. Yeah. Um, so did it look fulfilling? Absolutely. But in reality, no, it's yeah. not. Yeah. Wow. So what was your turning point? What what was it like when you were like when you said to yourself, I can't continue on this path. I really need to turn my life around and go back. What was there an event that caused that or something? Or what was the pro- what was the thought process? Yeah. So thank God for a praying mother. My mother is 
awesome. She never stopped praying for me, never stopped believing. Um, I want to cry. Never <laughs> stopped believing that, you know, my daughter's going to come back to church. I mean, this woman would go ham with, <laughs> with the anointing oil. She told me she used to put it in my grease. You know, she'd be praying and oiling up my bed and, you know, my hair grease, all this stuff. Like she was like, no, my daughter's coming back. The devil absolutely will not get my child. So she would ask me, there was a point where, um, I had to move. I, I lost my apartment and I ended up moving out with my daughter's moving out of the apartment. I was in with my daughter's dad and had to move back home. Um, seems like the story of everybody's life, right? <laughs> so I had to go back home and that's when mom really, because now she had me. So physically I was there now. Yeah. So there'd be so many times where I would come, in the house, whether it was two o'clock in the morning, dragging myself in the house, six o'clock or whatever time. And then she would meet me at the door and she's just praying, praying, praying. Um, so, and then, or she would ask me, Mikita, you going to go to church? And I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going today. Keep blowing her off. No, I'm not going to church. I don't want anything to do with church. But she was praying and she was praying. She was praying. And while she was praying, the Lord was working on me. And then mm -hmm. even though I, I'm, you know, on the outside, I'm like, no, I'm not going. Something inside yeah. was like, no, you're going to go. Um, and then there was one time she asked me, they were having these 180 services, the mm -hmm. services, um, uh, the 180 Chris, services, yeah, yeah. Chris's uh, services. And she was like, Oh, Nikita, you want to go to church? It's a Saturday now. Mm -hmm. uh, church on a Saturday? No, your girl about to go take a nap. I'm going to the club later. I'm what going do you to the club. <laughs> you can take these two kids. And when y'all get home, I'm be long gone. Exactly. I'm about to get drunk and do whatever. Yeah, no. And she was like, yeah, do you, you want to come to church? And I said, yes. She's now. She probably she, did a, what? No, she said she, she didn't do that. She was like. Okay, mm -hmm. but then when we talked about it recently, she was like, I was so shocked, but I didn't want to let you know how shocked I was. I was shocked myself. I was like, <laughs> did I just say yes? I'm going to church. So, of course, because I told my mother I was going to do something, I had to do it, yeah. right? So I get dressed, get my babies ready to go to church. We go to church, and oh my gosh, that message was, <laughs> it was mine. Yeah. That message was, Jesus wanted me to be there in that moment to hear that message, and um it was uh, Minister Myron Weidman. I'll never forget. He actually, same thing. He I was, love him. Uh, yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> right? So if you guys want to take a listen to Mike, listen to Myron Weidman. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's awesome. So he, I believe, is about our same age. Mm -hmm. He was a PK, and a PK is a pastor's kid. Mm -hmm. And the same thing. Again, we, we, we grew up in church, and yeah. he backslid. Yeah. Same thing. And he talked about all the stuff that he got into, you know, almost going to jail, all the kind of same kind of thing. Right? And he said that, what happened what he said that what happened to him was um uh he had actually gone to church service or, or something along those lines and the the minister at the time had a message where basically the message was if you don't get it together today mm -hmm. you're gonna die i think i remember that one bottom yep. line yep. straight like that yep and jesus said that's you yeah if you don't make up your mind right now in this moment you're dead. Yeah. It's a wrap. Yeah. I said, oh, okay, Jesus. He ain't, he ain't playing with me right now. <laughs> I said, he is not, it was like no one else was in that church. Yeah. It was just me and him. Mm -hmm. This is what you need to do today. Yeah. And if you don't do this today, it's a wrap. That's it. Yeah. So that was it for me. Mm -hmm. And that was my turning point. Never again will I bring myself to that point. I said, okay, Jesus. And that was it. Like, I heard you loud and clear. I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm back. <laughs> And I know that probably wasn't easy for you. Like, okay, so you came to the service, and then when you decided to keep coming, 
did you feel any like intimidation? Were you nervous, like worrying about how you were going to be received? Did you have any of that? Yes, absolutely. Um, one, I was like, okay, well, so that was the Saturday service. And I actually ended up going to my regular church, POB, the, the Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm thinking, okay, these people haven't seen me in years. The first thing I'm, I'm feeling um, is embarrassment. Here mm-hmm. I am. I'm not married. I'm coming to church with these two kids. Mm-hmm. You know, and even though I know there's certain things I'm not supposed to wear, certain things I'm not supposed to look like, I've got these earrings in, I've got this tattoo on my leg. Um, you know, I'm like, how, what are people going to think? What are people going to say? You know, people know me enough to come and approach me and say things. So I was embarrassed. I was uncomfortable. I was scared, uh, nervous, everything you can think of um, for and for a while, yeah. more than just that first service. It, ha- it had to be a while because I'm like, yeah. it's scary because you're encountering different people, different Sundays. Right. And everyone has something to say. Right. And that's why I was like, how did you feel? Right. Right. That was that was another one. Guilty is another one. Um, one of the biggest things for me was... Um, uh, not forgiving myself. That was, I think, the biggest hurdle for yeah. me. And I think that's what took me so long to finally um, move forward. Actually, mm-hmm. again, another thing where the Lord told me, I've already forgiven you. You need to forgive yourself. So that's yeah. that's the biggest thing, I think, yeah. in actually being able to say, okay, I'm going to church and actually move forward. Yeah. You have to forgive yourself. That's powerful. Because I know that there's a couple things in my past that I'm like, God's already forgiven me, but I beat myself up about yeah. it. And I'm like, but I did this. And he's like, Girl, how many times I gotta tell <laughs> right. you you're a new creature? I'm like, but right. you don't understand. And I totally that makes so much sense. Right. right. So it definitely is about forgiving yourself. And I remember your mom praying for you yeah. so much. <laughs> so the day when you came in, I was like, yes, Lord. Right. <laughs> right. People probably were like, finally. I remember. And I, I just like when you walked in, I was like, okay, then I see you out there, God. <laughs> yeah, he definitely. Yeah. That was awesome. So one question I had for you is, when, so when you came back and you started, did you feel loved and welcome coming in? I know like there's probably a couple people that will have something to say, mm-hmm. but overall, did you feel loved and welcomed? Yes, because the people in the church that I left, they were always family. Mm-hmm. You know, um, a majority of the people were from the older church that I left, which is, we were LHT, Lighthouse of Truth, United mm-hmm. Pentecostal Church. So majority of them were those same people. So these people have have known me again forever. So mm-hmm. when I came in, it was that same sort of mm-hmm. feeling like, oh, we're so happy to see you. And they just welcomed me and my daughters with open arms. And it was like, oh, okay, I'm home. But still, I still have this this fight that I have within myself. Yeah. So thank you for welcoming me, but I, I have to work on myself. So yeah. everybody was definitely welcoming. Absolutely. I remember you came right in. You had your girls. I remember yeah. seeing you. I was like, okay, then. Well, alrighty. Yeah. <laughs> and you knew my girls. So that and helped. I knew you. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I think I like her. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so I think I asked you this question, and I think we touched on it, but what was your, did you have any fears? I think you might have said that, but just to ask again, did you have any fears coming back? Like, I know you said that your mom asked you if you wanted to come that Saturday Mm -hmm. and you decided to come, but so it wasn't even a thought before. It was just kind of like that day you decided you would go with her. Um, Were you thinking about coming back before? No, (laughs) definitely not. No, sorry. You know, I love me some Jesus, but that Jesus was the last thing. Yeah, absolutely not. Absolutely not. But again, like I said, she was always praying. So, you know, be a little chip away here and there. The Lord's working on me. He's chipping away. And then when, if the thoughts did come to my mind, I'm like, no, I'm, I'm, you know, nope, nope. Push that out of my mind. I'm, I'm going to the club. I'm going to Joe Smo's house. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, no, 
I did whatever I could. I was running. Yeah. You know. And so many of us do that. We're like, I can't commit to this right now mm-hmm. because it's a commitment. Like, I'm going to give my life to the Lord. Right. And that's a huge commitment. I don't know if I want to do this right now. Let me just finish doing all of this and right. then I'll come back. And you can't finish doing it. No, that's like the worst, the worst, the worst thing. Let me, let me, let me finish doing this or, you know, oh, I, I smoke, so I'm not ready to come to church. No, those are excuses. That's the perfect time yeah, and to come you, back. And then you grow and then yes. certain things will just knock off. Yes. You're like, oh, I, I just noticed that I don't do that anymore. Absolutely. I just don't do this because the Lord is changing you. Absolutely. And a lot of people feel like they have to, you know, they always say you, you don't get good. What, what is the phrase? You don't get good to get God. You get God to, to get, get good. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. I'm probably saying it all wrong. But we but get the point. I did, It was the right. same way. I was like, I don't want to do this right now. Mm-hmm. But the more and more that I started coming, I was like, okay, Lord, I see you. All right. I, I, I get where we're going with this. Right. And I just started to commit to it. But it was hard. Absolutely. It was really, really hard. Right. Um, so I have another question for you. Being someone that did backslide, did you, do you see the signs in other people? Like, can you tell when someone is on the verge or like, can you, can you tell when you, someone is on the verge of backsliding, if that makes sense to you? Yeah. I, I want to say yes. And I feel like that's something the Lord shows me. Mm -hmm. Um, again, You'll hear me reference Jesus a lot because I love him. (laughs) So um, many times he's told me, you know, your job is to pull people out of the fire. I've gotten that message so many times. So then when I see someone, I don't know if it's just something I see on their face. And I'm like, and I look into their eyes and I'm like, what's going on with you? Yeah. Something's not right. Oh, I'm okay. I'm like, "Mm, no, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll fall back for a little bit, but I'm going to come back again and ask you, are you okay? And a lot of times when I come back and ask someone, maybe the second time, you know, Hey girl, you okay? Hey guy, you know, you okay? You're like, no, you know, A, B and C happen. And then we go from there. So I've noticed that a lot of the times, I don't know. It's just something I see it. Yeah. I see it. Um, I've even had someone say, Oh, you know, why do I look okay? And then I'm like, no, something just doesn't look right. And then later on down the line, I find out that maybe a couple of days later, something happened or they had this thought. And I'm like, oh, well, that's why. Maybe yeah. I'm seeing it before even happened. Yeah. I'm seeing this is what's going to happen. So I think, yeah, I definitely think that's something that the Lord is, has revealed to me quite a few times. Have you ever had to, like, talk someone, I don't know how to phrase it, but, like, talk someone through it or talk someone out of it? Yes. I, I, I try to be as supportive as I can. Mm -hmm. I never push Mm -hmm. because I think about me. Mm -hmm. How did I feel? How would I have felt had someone pushed me? Um, so I just, I just provide support. Hey, you know, I'm here. I get it. I've Mm -hmm. been there. Talk to me. And I, I provide the person with a safe environment where you can tell me whatever it is. I'm not judging you. If you did something crazy, I'm going to be like, now you know that was crazy. Don't you ever do that again. <laughs> but, like, you know, good and well. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm going to tell you the truth. But, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to judge you. And I feel like that's another problem that we have, too. A lot of people are so judgmental. No, someone's, someone is a backslider and they're trying to come back to church. Please don't judge them. That is not your responsibility. Yeah. That is not your job. Just be supportive. Them. Yes, yeah. please. Yeah. Welcome them with open arms. Please do that. Yeah. Please. <laughs> yeah. Rambling, sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> um, so one thing I did want to ask you is, um, obviously we all have those times when we're like, I'm good, I'm not coming back, I just feel like giving up. 
um, I know I've had that in the past where I'm like, this is my last Sunday. They don't know that, but, <laughs> but there's always something that pulls you back and it's God being like, no, you're coming back. This is what it is. So what are some of the strategies that you have used to remain focused and focus on your, your journey with the Lord? Okay. So for me, I'll start with the scripture. There's a scripture that my mom gave me, um, that actually helps me a lot. Um, so that's John 14, 27. Basically it, it talks about the peace that the Lord gives us. It's better than any peace that you can get from anywhere else. Mm -hmm. I can read it. So I give you exactly how it is word for word. So it says, peace, I leave with you. My peace, I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Mm -hmm. So for me, that's like, that scripture is etched on my heart. It's like, mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, if you turn around and you give up, you're going back to what? Yeah. Peace that you already know that is it's not real. It's false. It's a false sense of peace. It's yeah. not real. Yeah. And the only real peace you can get is the peace from God. You already know that. Yeah. So me, it's again that scripture, thinking about what I've been through in the past and knowing that what's out in the world is there's nothing for me there. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not happy there. I'm happy yeah. where I am. And this is where the Lord wants me to be. Yeah. So that's, yeah. So... I wanted to ask you, do you have any recommendations for members, like family members or friends who have someone who's no longer in church and like some ways that they could reach out to them? What was helpful for you or just some strategies they could use to reach out to that person? So for me, I really appreciate the text messages. Mm -hmm. I... I didn't really want to talk to anyone over mm -hmm. the phone, but I like to open up a text message and just and, and read, oh, hey, you know, I love you. I'm praying for you. You know, I miss you. And there had been some days that, you know, I was going through whatever it is. I mean, and I was going through, again, more than just the drinking and the smoking, but there had been thoughts of suicide. Mm -hmm. Like, legit, when the devil has you, he has you, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so there will be times where, again, I would get that message to say I get it on a Monday mm -hmm. and then Friday comes around. I'm like, I can't take it anymore. I'm going to just, again, just end life for mm -hmm. myself. Um, and then I could open that text message that I had mm -hmm. that I received from one of the people that I loved. Oh, I love you. I'm praying for you. And, think, and that would be, okay, Nikita, get it together. You yeah. know, you have people that love you. You have two kids. You have whatever the case is. And those type of things would they were it was able it, oh, sorry i'm trying no. not to cry <laughs> those type of things you know gave me the strength okay shake it off figure it out move forward you don't you don't end your life yeah. over whatever it is that's going on so for me text messages really worked because it was something that i could go back and look at mm -hmm. when i needed to go back and look at those things um in addition to that i would encourage the people just don't give up on that person yeah don't give up don't give up please don't give up continue to pray you know, and don't don't force anyone to do anything. Mm -hmm. You've got to let God do the work, and you got to have the faith that Jesus has this. He He's got it in control. Mm -hmm. And if the Lord promises to you that this person's gonna come back, don't go to so and so and say, "Well, you know, if you don't come back to church, you're gonna go to hell. This is gonna happen." I already know. Yeah. I don't need you to tell me that. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't need you to tell me that. I know. I just need you to be supportive. And even if that person is like, "Hey, you know." Nah, I'm good. I don't want anything to do with church. I'm not going. They constantly say no. Still, don't give up. You love that person. You know the Lord is able to, to fill, fulfill whatever it is he said he's going to do. You keep praying. You keep you keep praying. You keep encouraging that person. Don't force them. Yeah. Don't give up. That yeah. That's all I can say. 
Yeah, that's important because sometimes it can be overwhelming. They're literally Absolutely. like down your throat and you're like, now I really don't want to come. Right, that it just pushes you further away. <laughs> exactly. You're yeah. like, now I'm definitely not coming. Right. So now that you are here and you're living for the Lord, have you figured out like what your place is in the kingdom, like what your ministry is, what some things that you want to do? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to dodge that question if you don't want to talk about it right now. <laughs> yes. Um, so, She's like, that's a guess and that's uh, it. <laughs> yes. I, I actually, today was the first day where I actually told someone other than like my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly believe that the Lord wants me to start a program mm-hmm. um, for at risk and troubled um, young women between the ages of like 17 and 25. Mm-hmm. And ironically, that's just about, 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 about the age where I left church. Yeah. Um, so, and actually in the time where I was going through the most stuff, I had my daughter, I, you know, I didn't go to school, you know, all those things right around that same sort of age. Um, wow. I'm actually speaking it out now. And <laughs> at first I was like, why Jesus? But now I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's, that's 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 in the works um yeah that's what i need to do i don't know where it's gonna go and that's another thing for me is just trying to you know build my faith i don't know how i don't know where i don't know when i just know okay this is where i'm going so that's that's the direction i think the lord has me going in um so just everybody keep your eyes open for that (laughs) no i think that'd be really good for you i could totally see you doing that Um, oh really i can like you know i can (laughs) okay i can see it right now (laughs) i i I really think that's a good direction for you and i'll be praying for you because um we don't always know how it's gonna happen even with this i'm like i don't know what's gonna go with this but i'm just gonna do it whatever so proud of you girl (laughs) (laughs) thank you i know you've been listening i'm like you're right there i love it (laughs) but um it's been interesting and you don't know who you're gonna help throughout it so i i like that direction for you um i think god's gonna do amazing things through that program so if you need anything, you let me know. I will help you oh, as much as I there. can. <laughs> as much as I can. But yeah, I'm really, I, I like that. Um, yeah. So Nikita, I just want to say thank you for coming on and talking to me. Um, I appreciate this. I know it wasn't easy for you um, to just have this conversation and let the world know. But I think that is something that people need to hear. Absolutely. Because maybe that's someone's goal. Like I want to come back, but I'm just so scared Mm -hmm. as to how I'm going to be received. Mm -hmm. And we don't really want that. We don't have time for that. Like we need to be able to welcome people with open arms and just know that this is where it begins. This is where they're starting. It's a new day. Right. Whatever they did before it's in the past. Absolutely. They're starting a new slate. They want to come back. Mm -hmm. Let's welcome them and let's help them grow and move forward. Mm -hmm. Because I can't imagine how many people are thinking like, I really want to come, but I, I just don't know how. And I just, mm-hmm. I'm just too scared. And I don't want anyone to feel that way. Right. So I thank you for sharing your story. Okay. And I hope someone is listening and they get the courage to go back because time is, is a wasting and mm-hmm. God is calling you back home. So please come back home. Please come back. Please come back. Please come back. So thank you again, Nikita. I want to thank you guys for listening today. You have a great week. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Christmas is in two days. I, I can't believe it. I have done nothing, guys. <laughs> I've done nothing. I have to go find some gifts. <laughs> 
but I'm not going to force it. Like I said, I'm not going to go above and beyond. I'm going to go within my budget. So y'all don't like y'all gifts. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> If you get a cup of coffee, if you get a cup of coffee, hot chocolate, you know, I hope you enjoy it. But, um, (laughs) but yeah, and I'm also doing a giveaway on the Instagram page. So please look out for that. Enter, let us know what your favorite um, episode has been so far. And I'm giving away a gift card to Massage Envy. So definitely enjoy that because for the new year, we're going to prioritize our self-care again. I was doing that last year and I'm going to continue to do that for this new year because it's important. You can't pour from an empty cup. So if you're not yourself, if you're not hundred percent, you can't give to other people. So that is my two cents for today. I thank you guys for listening and I'll see you guys next week.